Welcome to Face Your Faith and a special Good Friday edition as together we commemorate the death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us now prepare our hearts and minds as we come before the Lord in worship. Today we remember and recount why Christ died for us. And for each of us who trust and believe in this promise, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man, Son of man, Son of God, and that of his death on the cross to pardon us from all unrighteousness, we will receive life eternal with God. This is both a time of remembrance and celebration for us. A time of remembrance to reflect on the sacrifice given for us through Jesus Christ on the cross and is a celebration because we know today that his death has indeed taken place and accomplished exactly what it was to accomplish, a pardon for our sin, which is full freedom in Christ our Savior, our Lord. And in preparation for our time of remembrance on this Good Friday, we need to focus on the journey of Christ to the cross, the act of his teaching, his excruciating suffering, his death, all while knowing he did rise from the dead and will return. Our time together will be spent in both God's word and in music that will take us on our journey of remembrance. If you are able to listen to this broadcast on our YouTube channel, the words to each musical response to the scripture readings is included for a more inclusive time of worship and meditation. Now let us go to God in prayer as we prepare our hearts and minds for worship. Let us pray. Most gracious and merciful Father, we ask that you will guide our time together during this time of remembrance. Lead us in a time that we will fully focus on you for all you have done for the world, that all may share in your salvation. Bring each of us to a better understanding of how we are to live our lives in obedience to your honor and glory, and help us to live out our lives in this way each and every day. And we ask this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us, they replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left, and then he went away and hanged himself. The chief priests picked up the coins and said, It is against the law to put this into the treasury, since it is blood money. So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why it has been called the field of blood to this day. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. They took the thirty pieces of silver, the price set on him by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field, as the Lord commanded me. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor.
Now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? For he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him a message. Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Pilate asked. They all answered, Crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man, he said. It is your responsibility. All the people answered, His blood is on us and on our children. And then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots, and sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the Son of God. 
In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders also mocked him. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, behold, he is calling Elijah. And someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was the Son of God.
he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, and he opened not his mouth. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given. But sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many.
we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. For if it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers.
Let us now go to the Lord in prayer. Most giving and gracious Father, we come to you today with an abundance of thankfulness, honor and praise for all you have done for us. Your life of suffering, suffering to death for us, is unimaginable, and we are so grateful that your love and desire to have a relationship with us is that deep. Put in us a new desire to remember daily that you did indeed suffer and die for us, and that we would not take for granted our life and eternal security in you. Drive us to proclaim your word and the wonders of your love and sacrifice to the world, that all may know your passion for a world of lost sinners to be saved through you and through your death on the cross and the blood shed once and for all to cover our shame and otherwise eternal separation from you. Give us wisdom. Grant us courage that we may be worthy ambassadors as sons and daughters, obedient children in the light of your glory and grace. And we now ask this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one who was, who is, and is to come. Now let us live our lives with conviction 
and in certainty, knowing that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord.